And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I almost caught you that time. I almost did. He did. Almost. It was close. It was close. It was close. <laughs> so, with that said, we do have a redemption from Talkative only. Pump me up. Well, before we get started, JDM, let me tell you. I've known you for about 30 seconds now, and uh, based on your choice in Channel Point Redemptions, I can tell you you're probably a phenomenal human being, and thank you for joining us tonight, my friend. With that said, when we last left our heroes, standing on the front steps of the Munatar Mother's Lair, they faced their first trial of getting into the building. A slate of stone blocked the entrance with magical runes all around the doorframe. Alara and a few others attempted to solve the arcane lock while the others kept lookout. It was then that Pavo noticed that they had a few unwanted guests stalking them from the tall cornfields. The Mother Munatar's children had picked up their scent and were quickly closing in on them. However, as they drew closer and closer, now climbing the steps to the stronghold like a good rogue should, Eli was able to decipher the ruins, which opened the door, saving them from the bloodthirsty creatures outside. Inside the lair, they faced a circular maze that's walls would shift, the party realizing that walls could be activated by certain statues that rested at the end of corridors. However, not all statues were keys, and instead some being traps that sent specu- Spec ethereal Munitars at the group. With a stroke of ingenuity, Lucy polymorphed into a hound, easily sniffing his way to the end of the maze. And as our heroes climbed the steps to the inner chamber, they, fir they caught first glance at the silhouette of the Munitar mother. Surprisingly, instead of ambushing the Munitar, they chose instead to speak to her about healing Lucy. It was then they discovered that this was actually a prison she had been confined in after assisting three sisters that ruled over the kingdom. Betrayed by the sisters and the blood lord Lazar, to name which, a name which the party members had heard before from Quinn. Lucy, in a very chipper spirit, offered to assist his cursed mother while with escaping the prison in exchange for curing him of his inflictions. She happily accepted as her vengeance seemed one step closer with every foot she pushed forward with. Finally making it to the front entrance, the mother's Munatar completed her end of her bargain, using her blood to baptize Lucy, ending his curse. With her part done, the party opened the door, reuniting her with her children. The mother then opened a portal back to Qatar, but not before declaring war against those who have wronged her, which will almost definitely not impact either this campaign or campaign two in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> As the last of the members of the party stepped through the portal, they were whisked away back to close to where they had originally started. However, this time they resided on the opposite side of the living jungle, one step closer to the mountains one step closer to the presage mines, and potentially one step closer to the answers in the City of Gold. And so, our story continues. As you push forward towards this small settlement that lays out in front of you just on your way to the mountains, you find it to be what looks like 
a makeshift settlement that uses broken and discarded materials that come from the mine. Most of the settlement's buildings are improvised architecture that have been cobbled together purely based on the imagination of the builder. Some are built as your typical square domiciles, however others throughout the town are much stranger. You see one that looks more akin to a metal sculpture of a crow. You see another that has been built on the foundation of a massive minecart that resembles a caboose. Each having been cobbled together from sheets of metal, arms of wiry scaffolding, and even some with large drill bits that top the constructs as makeshift rooftops. As your carriage begins to slow and come to a stop, a few individuals headed in and out of town glance at the carriage in what looks like admiration. As you peer back out, you notice a common theme of most of the travelers. All seem to share a similar fashion sense. With skullcaps out of game, this resembles old aviator leather headgear, dusty top hats with goggles affixed to the front, many wearing long leather overcoats with pockets upon pockets stitched into the outside, others wearing leather vests with shoulder harness bags bulging with mysterious innards. What would you guys like to do? These people look so interesting. Yeah. They we can go talk to them. Looks like they're going somewhere. Or just came from somewhere. Or that. Yeah. Alara, go do your thing. <laughs> really? Make, yeah, make friends. Go make friends. Okay, she'll, <laughs> she'll skip over to the closest person. Hi! My name's as, Alara. Uh, as you all... And then curtsy. As you all begin to make your way outside of the caboose proper, suddenly you hear what seems like a steam whistle off in the distance. <laughs> you did say oh, off in the distance. Beautiful immersion, my friend. Beautiful wow. immersion. <laughs> <laughs> Alara, as you make your way up to the first individual, you notice a smaller female. One that reminds you similar to the bomb shop owner of Trellis, Cherie. A small oh. gnomish woman. Reminds me, or is it her? Reminds you. Mm. Oh. My name's Alara, and he'll turn and do like a curtsy. So you look like this person that I used to know from this other town. Her name was Cherie. Cherie Bombette, I think. No, Cherie, yeah. Yeah, that was her name. And she built these crazy bombs, and I don't think we've used them yet, but she also gave us fireworks, and they were awesome. Well, my word, that sounds like a very interesting individual. But I must say, your dress is lovely, my dear. She starts skittering around you. Tell me, what is this made of? Who actually made this for you? She pulls down her goggles, examining it even further. Now, where exactly is the bomb compartment, you say, on this? Oh, oh, I don't... No, no, there's no bombs on me. Not in my dress. Um, but sort of a mixture. I found this dress in a lost and found. oddly and also um my friend ollie over here and she'll point to ollie and say um he helped make the the armor that's sort of like a part of like the upper part 
Yes, where's that? How curious. And you say your friend Oliver put this together for you. Yeah, Oliver Sprocket. Ah, interesting enough. Was, does he come from Scrapper's Run? I don't know. He doesn't really talk a lot about himself, actually. Yeah, um, what's that? Scrapper's oh, Run, no, I idea? Just... You're standing in it. Oh. We just came from Boku. Yeah. Yeah, we came from Boku. Some yes, bad yes. things happened there. A little stuffy, that place. A little too much, how you say, politics for my liking. Here, it's a little bit more freeing, where you can allow your imagination to run, build whatever your heart desires. Anything? Well, pretty much anything, yes. Do you have ice cream here? Hmm, ice cream, ice cream. I don't know how to build ice cream, but perhaps there's someone in the night market that might be able to assist you. A night market? That yeah, sounds that? intriguing. <laughs> what's that? What's a night market? Is it on all day or just at nighttime? <laughs> yes, uh, well, um, not the wisest one I see. Uh, night markets, by definition, are markets. Are you ready for this? At nighttime. Hey. I don't know. Sometimes people just want to break rules. You said you could do anything you want here. So, what if you want to have a night market in the day? <laughs> well, then, why would you not just go to the day market? There's Is a day the market, market, too? Uh, it's pretty much the same market, just one happens at night. We call it a mar- mar- night market for that reason. What a That's riveting a- and lovely conversation <laughs> this is. Um, I did have a question. Uh, where are the mines located? I'm sorry, was that sarcasm from Lucy? Oh, I thought I heard something. No, not at all. It was a lovely conversation. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) (laughs) A little vein begins to pop out of Lucy's head as he takes one point of sarcasm damage. (laughs) Well, the mines aren't too far from here. Maybe... Oh, about, uh, about half a kilometer that way, and she points behind her. Oh, wow. Oh, they're quite close. Huh. Does Ollie look nervous that we're getting What is that in miles? <laughs> Make know, an insight right? we check. Just, we, we just gave ourselves away. <laughs> half the group is Canadians. <laughs> we're using kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, inside check. Eight. God, I'm such an idiot. As you look back at Ollie, he, uh, stands proper, almost like his face has been carved into place. Maybe we should just stick around and check out this night market. I mean, we're so close anyway. Yeah, plus we have to get Shade something nice because he really wanted that ask, axe. <laughs> we couldn't give it to him. <laughs> Do they have weapons in this night market? Oh, yes, yes. There's there's a little bit of everything for everyone here. Hey, go Shade. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. Yeah. Laura, what time would you say it is right now? Mm, she doesn't check her watch because those don't exist. Um, yeah. DM. <laughs> I feel like maybe they do a little. <laughs> Sundials, maybe. Uh, Alara, as you look up into the sky, you 
see that the sun has almost fully set at this point, indicating that it's probably around nine o'clock. Hmm, it's 9.37. Thank you. Night market should be up pretty soon then, I take it, right? Oh, yes, yes, it's probably about to begin right now. Okay. Well, you have been just so helpful. Thank you so much. You're very kind. Oh. You're very kind. Do you want to take us there? No, you're. Do you want to hang out with us? You seem really nice. We haven't met a lot of new friends recently, so if you want to hang out with us, that would be cool. Uh, well, um, uh, no. Oh. Straight I'm sorry. I'm, I like that. I'm. I'm just headed out of town for a little while. Um, it was a pleasure to meet you all. I wish you the best of luck. And as she says this, she begins pulling off a bag uh, and and searching through it. Uh, yes, uh, enjoy your stay here. Um, be careful. There's not too much in terms of lawmen around here. So there's a, a few individuals that you might be want to be careful of. Anyway, uh, 22 skidoo, as they say. And she pulls out uh, what looks like almost like a record completely made of silver. As she does, she tosses it on the ground. However, before it hits the ground, it slowly begins to hover just a few feet off of the ground entirely. She hops onto it and gives a little bit of a nod. Best of luck to you all, whatever you're doing. Before she jetsons away out of there. Wow. That's super cool. I wish we had one of those. Maybe we can buy one at the night market. Did she Maybe. say 22 skidoo? She did. Oh, what's a skidoo? I have no it idea. It is she's on. Must be just local language. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go check we it go? out. Yeah. Um, she, she mentioned that there's some shady characters around. Can I keep an ear out for any thieves can't? Sure. Uh, go ahead and make a... Make a perception check with advantage for me. Cool. Okay, re-roll the second one. Fourteen. Okay. As you begin to make your way inside of the city proper, You do notice that the ground has now become much more rocky than the soft green soils that you're used to stepping on from within the jungle itself. While there are patches of grass around, most have been yellowed or trampled over. As you observe the settlement, you notice most of the large buildings to the left, their lights have been extinguished for the evening. The district to the right seems to be bustling, with standing torchlights that guide a path to what looks like the nighttime marketplace. Looks like this way. Shall we? How astute of you. Thank you, Lucy. Wise. I like you better this way. Yeah, you're super nice. (laughs) You're being so nice to everybody. Well, thank you. I'm just being me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope it stays this way. <laughs> As you begin to walk into the night market proper, most individuals around you 
are again very unique in their dress. There doesn't seem to be a single designer out of all of them. Almost like their suits and their clothes and vests have all been made by hand for specific purposes. All around you, you see what look like metal tents and stalls throughout the night marketplace. Eli, as you continue to begin to make your way through the market proper, you begin to feel a tug at your shirt. Looking down, you see Spike as he is rapidly pointing over to something over to the side. Looking over, you see what he's looking at. What looks to be a sign of a metal monkey that hangs above one of the stalls. Its eyes glow and light, giving some indication that they are both open and looking for customers. You want to go over there, Spike? I'll look up at the rest of the group and I'll be like, uh, Spike sees something interesting. I'm going to go over there with him. Would you like company? Yeah, I'd love company. All right, I'll go with Eli. All right. Me too. As you and your companions begin to make your way over, you see a man standing behind the desk, a long, bushy, rounded mustache, and a little bit of a top hat on as well. He seems to be serving some customers that are just leaving while you approach. This tent is an interesting one. As you look beyond, beyond, there seems to be a number of prizes or items that hang from the side. Directly behind him is a large corral, sand that dusts the floor. As you walk up to him, well, how do you do there, travelers? Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you too. My name's Ollie, or you could call me Oliver Sprocket, but everyone seems to call me Ollie. Oh, hey, pleasure to meet you. I don't see many of you outside the mine. Yeah, we yeah, keep I hearing like to, that. I like to roam about. It's kind of dark in the mine, and you know. Oh, so you like are the from the mine then? I'm not from the mine. I've seen mines, and they're not my thing. I like the open air. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. I go by the name of Richard Hammer. Hi, Richard oh. Hammer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to my shop. Well, I, got, I guess it's not necessarily a shop. It's, we work things a little different around here. You see, instead of just buying something... You got to win something. One of these many prizes that we have here. What you got out there? For prizes? prizes. Well, we have uh, a number of interesting uh, assortment of things. This here, and he points over to one, you see a small mechanical boa constrictor made of tiny golden linked plates. It looks like a, a silver diamond pattern runs down the back. And on its hood. Well, this right here, this is uh, one of my own creations. I call it the trouser snake. You see, we specialize 
and stealth magic items. Oh. This your little guy in particular, you keep it in your pocket, right? And then when you're ready to attack, it'll transport himself behind anything that you want. Whether it be a target, a creature, whatever it is. It'll grow to about seven feet too long, just like a real bow constrictor, and make its attack. How much, uh, how much damage does it usually deal? Well, a hell of a lot if it gets a good bite in. Not only that, it'll wrap itself around your opponent, grappling them, keeping them held in spot. Hmm. I like the sounds of that. I'll take right. a look around and I'll keep looking at what else he has. Uh, you see what looks to be... Um, Almost looks like the firework that Alara had had. Except this has a few fins sticking off from the bottom of it. You What's also that? see... Well, these right here? Mm-hmm. Well, these, these are the pocket rockets. At any point in time, you can easily just store them in your pocket, and then when you want, you can use a rocket to cast a spell. Do they sparkle? Well, hell yeah, they sparkle. <gasps> you ever heard of the you ever heard of the spell magic missile before? Yeah. Do Lucy it right for it you all the time. You can do what? it whenever you want with them. <gasps> then I can look just like Lucy. Don't know who Lucy is, but sure, why not? Is he sparkly? This is Lucy. Or her? Yeah, well, no judgment. His inside, his soul is sparkly. On the outside, not so much. Thank you. Kind of looks Lucy up and down. <laughs> I mean, it looks a little shabby, but I can see where he sparkles a little. Mm-hmm. I'll wink at him. You have to get to know him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. Okay. Uh, moving on. So those those are our pocket rockets. You win the match, you get five of them. Ooh. What exactly uh, do these matches consist of? Oh, it's real easy. See, I'm I'm a bit of an inventor myself. I like to uh, build the mechanical things that I find out in out in the fields. And uh, well, what I can find that is without losing my damn head. I bring them all back here, and then I massage them a little bit, build them up, make sure that it's got proper magic inside of it. Hmm. Hmm. The little mm-hmm. game that we play, this is a little critter that I made. And he points over, and you see a little mechanical creature, not unlike the one on the sign. Well, this this here is Billy Joe, my mechanical, mo- mechanical monkey. You see what happens, I put him in the middle of the ring, and you chase him around, you gotta hold him down, right? Oh no. <laughs> not, not in a bad way, don't you worry. I already know this is going. <laughs> He's the fastest, most evasive automaton in the West. I can tell you that much. He'll challenge your stamina, your dexterity, and overall power. That's for damn sure. First, you gotta catch him, right? Then you gotta pin him down. Then you gotta just whack him, just spank him on the bottom with all your might. Depending on how hard you swat him, his eyes will light up with a different color, and if you can make his eyes turn green, you win the prize. 
But right. I warn you, I'll warn you, it's a lot tougher than it looks. I, you know, you see, I use extra glad grease on him, so he's properly lubed up. Makes it even harder to get a firm grasp on that wild monkey. Are you able to complete this task? Like, have you done this before? Is it possible? Oh, shit, yeah. Of course I have. How many times have you slapped your monkey? Well, I don't like calling it slapping, but maybe spanking. But, you know, I'd, not a lot. Maybe two or three times a day. Just keep the blood flowing. <clears throat> Good. Keeping them practice. Right, right. I'll take a crack at it. Let's spank right. this monkey. All right. Well, can we use can we use magic, or no? Oh no, no, we can't use magic. No, that's against okay. rules. Okay, that's why I asked. So you should clarify that at the beginning if you want to be clear. All right, the sparkles. I'll remember that for next time. Okay. So if you want to get started, that's uh, just a low fee of uh, two hundred and fifty gold. Two hundred fifty gold, dude. I can promise you that all of the items and prizes are worth it. I've seen them look, kill look. a man. Dick, was it? it was oh, I'm sorry, Richard. Look, he's he's so small. Look at those legs. Can you at least give him like a, a some kind of smaller rate just because of the likelihood of him failing? Claire, Ow. Lucy. Ow. Ow. Y'all right there, son? <laughs> Look like you I'm got a fine. little vein popping out the side of your head. As you take yeah. uh, five points of a prick damage. Wait, five now? Or sorry, one. <laughs> one point. One point. Well, I'll spend the 250 gold. You know, might be a fun way to kill some time. Oh, you're terrible at negotiating, Al. <laughs> what if, what He's if? taking it out. <laughs> What if I give you 200 gold and I'll spin and my dress will glitter for you? What exactly is that going to do for me in the long run? It's going to make you feel really special. I'd help you spank your monkey later. <laughs> fair, fair, fair comment, fair comment. Well, is it really as good as they say? <laughs> It's a what, thing my dress? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go ahead and make make a persuasion check for me. Oh my god, I didn't take my dice out. Shit. Well, in that case, while she gets her dice ready, this first roll for tonight, my friends, is uh is is brought to us none other than Infamous Bob. Infamous Bob, thank you so much for the nine months, my friend. You are amazing, and you help keep us rolling these dice. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, sorry, what did you say? Persuasion? That's right. Uh, that would be a 19. 19. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll do it for 225. Oh. Lowest I can go. There's a lot of grease and lube that has to go into this little guy. Plus, sometimes you you break one of the springs in it. Whew. You don't even want to know how hard it is to get a spring inside my monkey. I'll give it a shot. Okay. I want right. to try. Well, everybody can try. There's no stopping you. 
Yeah. We're here all night. Let's all right. Why they call it a night market? I'm gonna go too. Who wants to go first? Not me. I want to watch first. Yeah, I'll watch. I'm not familiar with the spanking the monkey business, so I'd like to learn. Yeah, birds usually aren't. I realize that. All right, man of metal, come on up here. And as he, uh, as you make your way behind the uh, the front entrance of the stall, he lifts up a little bit of a board for you, allowing you proper entrance. Coming around the side, you enter into the corral. All right, will you just wait here for one second? Got to get this guy running. He walks right, over so to the small... 225 gold. Yep. As he walks over to the monkey, you see him pull out what looks like a key. However, it seems to be more of... Um, more of a spigot. As he shoves it into the back of the monkey, he begins to twist it. You hear it crank as he continues to wind. All right, metal man, as soon as I pull this thing out, it's go time. You ready for this? I believe so. All right. Count of three. One, two, three. And he pulls it out. You watch as the monkey suddenly springs to life. Its eyes begin to glow yellow as it takes off scurrying, creating circles and eight patterns all around the actual uh, corral itself. As you try and keep your eyes completely added to the uh, to the monkey itself, I need you to go ahead and make a perception check for me first. And this roll is brought to us none other than GF Powers 4. GF Powers, thank you so much for helping Ollie spunk, spank this monkey. And oh. it was a decent roll, so 17. Don't bring 17. Shannon on this. Make them a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know part of this. <laughs> as you, uh, as the monkey begins to dart back and forth, you're, you're easily able to hone in on the creature. It kind of stops and looks at you for a second, almost admiring your build in comparison to his. You begin to chase after the monkey. Go ahead and make a, an acrobatics check for me, please. And this roll brought to you none other than Fal. Fal, again, you are a wonderful human being, and you keep helping us spank those monkeys. We appreciate it. Mm. Can I use my inspiration? Because Fowl's roll sucked. <laughs> you can absolutely use your inspiration, and it's part of Fowl's roll. Don't talk crap about okay. Fowl. I will not allow it. I will murder Ollie on the spot right now. Fowl, you got me a natural 20. Thank you, Fowl. Uh, yeah, easily you you begin to dash up behind the creature. You looming over top of him. It almost looks like it's fear in the mechanical creature's eyes. As you reach down, about to grab, you pounce on top of it, pinning it to the ground. There's only one last thing to do, Ollie. Go ahead and make an attack roll, adding your strength bonus to it. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. 
as you wind back and give a wallop on the bottom of this monkey, you see its eyes begin to glow yellow, orange, but then fade back to yellow. Aww. I'm sorry, I've never spanked a monkey before. Well, it's all right. It's all right. These things happen to the first timers. We understand that. Will, do you want to try going again or? I'll let one of my companions give it a go. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about you, little man? You want to pop in here? I do. Fair enough. All right. 250, you said? 250, please and thank you. Uh, can I watch where he puts it? Uh, sure. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Fuck me. Nine. <laughs> Nine. While you, you enter into the corral, uh, he takes the gold from you, and the monkey still kind of topping back and forth catches your eye for a brief moment. And as you turn back with your intentions, looks like the gold is already gone, my friend. I'll glance at Spike, and then I will uh, get ready to go. All right. Let's go. I already spanked this monkey. All right. I like your, uh, I like your, your chutzpah, as they say. He walks back over to the monkey, taking out the crank one more time, spinning it around, winding it up and releasing it. It begins flying out once again. You try and track it down as quickly as possible. Go ahead and make a perception roll for me, please. This roll brought to us none other than by Paul Dirtle. Not sure who that is, but he sounds like a very beautiful individual. Thank you so much, Paul, for the sponsoring this roll. You said perception? I'm going to use my inspiration. All right. Oh, fuck yeah. That's a lot better. 15. 15. You find it difficult to watch and track these, this creature down. A little bit of dust kicks up and blurs your vision at this point, but you begin to chase after him. Go ahead and make an acrobatics check for me, please. 15. 15. You continue to chase after it, running and jumping, pouncing onto it. You catch it just by its tail. As you pull it into you, you bend it over your knee proper. Looking over, you give a smirk to your companions. Spike now at this point, mouth agape with shock at what you're doing right now, covers his <laughs> eyes, unwanting to see his mentor, his friend, Spank a monkey. <laughs> He's going to be like, Spike, don't judge me for this. What's going on? <laughs> As you wind up, you give a little bit of smack on the bottom. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me, adding your strength bonus, please. Okay. An attack roll, adding my strength bonus. So an unarmed strike with my strength? That's correct. Okay. As you wind up and come down on the creature, you feel invigorated that you were able to catch it, even unable to see it. You, my friend, from Viper to Cobra, have been inspired. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Okay, I'll hang on to that. I don't think that I can use it here. <laughs> um, that is going to be, because my strength is minus one, that's going to be a seven. 
seven. As you uh, yeah. lean back, you pop one right on the backside of the monkey. You see a little bit of a flicker of orange in its eyes before it immediately dims down to yellow. God damn it. He's like irrationally mad, kicking dirt, and then he'll like stomp off to the side. All right. All right. Is that, uh, is that everybody? You're done? Anybody else oh, want to give no. it a shot? Whoa. Hey, Pavel. I'm going next. He's mad. Okay. <laughs> go right ahead. And I will go Kay. right after you. Okay. We agreed right. on 225 if, if I did a spin for you, right? Yeah, let's see it. Okay. <laughs> She'll spin. She'll do two spins. All right. Go ahead and make a performance check, check for me. Okay. And this performance so. check brought to us. None other than uh, our good friend Maritime Gamer. Maritime Gamer, thank you so much for making a lard dance for us. So sorry about this as well. That's a nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> On par. <laughs> he rubs the back of his head. Well, glad I only made it 25. All right, well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get started for tonight's evening. He walks over. Now, okay. little lady, you know what you're doing here? Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. He walks over and begins to uh, twist the little spigot again. Uh, and as he does, the creature again, once again, takes off running. Again, dust flying up all across the corral itself. Go ahead and make a perception check for me, first and foremost. Fourteen. 14. You're easily able to see him for a moment before more dust begins to kick up all around you. You begin to chase after him. However, it's difficult as you begin to stumble a little bit over your dress that you just so fancily twirled so horribly. Go ahead and roll a, an acrobatics check for me with disadvantage. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Um... Oh boy, that's a five. A five. You kind of trip <laughs> over yourself a few times as you go. However, hiking up your skirt, you try and chase after as quickly as possible, catching the monkey finally. You swing back and go for a swipe. Go ahead and make an attack roll, adding your strength bonus. <laughs> oh my god. Hold a four, and I'm pretty sure I have a negative modifier for strength. I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's a three. <laughs> As you wind up, you just simply lightly tap it on the backside. Its eyes flicker yellow for a minute before completely going out. Aww. Rick kind of scratches his head. Oh, I'll be damned. Never seen that happen before. Well, never seen anybody hit it so lightly that it literally fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> First time's a charm, right? Whatever you say. You want to try again? No, unless it's for free. <laughs> With that kind of spin, I don't think so, Missy. Oh, okay. 
Thanks, though. You're very welcome, ma'am. All right. Anyone else? What about you, tree man? I would like an attempt. Ah, the bird guy. Sure. Bird guy, we can figure it out together. No problem. You know the rules? 250 gold? I thought it was 225. You didn't do any fancy spinning. Let me tell you, I'm not allowing that discount ever again. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Man of honor. I respect that. I respect that. He takes the gold, popping it away again, walking over. He turns the crank around it once more as it flies off into the corral once again. Pavo, you watch intently. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. This amazing check was is sponsored none other than our new friend, Thick Pastel. Thick Pastel, thank you so much for the 10 gifted subs. My friend, you are a legend. Thank you ever so kindly. So I rolled a 23. You're easily able with hawk eye vision, follow this thing easily around. No dust can possibly stop you, my friend. Leaping after it, spreading your wings, you almost, your feet almost leave the ground from the power from it. Go ahead and make an acrobatics check for me. Acrobatics plus four. Fifteen. Fifteen. Swooping over top of it, you easily pick the creature up as you circle around, flying and banking back up around the corral, putting on a little bit of a show in front of everyone, almost hitting Rick himself as he stands back, holding onto his hot hat. Hot damn! Never seen anything like that before. You land directly in the center of the corral, easily popping the monkey over your knee, swinging back with one of your wings. You let out a triumphant smack against it. Go ahead and make an attack roll, adding your strength modifier. Modifier is zero, so get a gold roll. All right, that's a seven. A seven. Oh. As you wind up hitting it on the back. <laughs> The resistance of your wing, it just doesn't seem aerodynamic enough. That hitting it on the back, its eyes flicker orange for but a brief moment before it dies out. Wow, that was extremely anticlimactic. First time, you know. <laughs> That's cool. Well, it happened to everybody, so I don't feel too bad. Yeah, that's true. It'll be, yeah. Anti- it's okay. What's Although that? it looks like you've made out very well for yourself, considering we've all failed. You're talking to... Are you talking to me? To the shop. To keeper. Dick over yeah. here? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's the name of the game. If you can't spank my monkey hard enough, I'm not going to give you a prize for it. Quite slippery monkey. It's hard to hit. He is. He yeah. is. Okay. Very wiry, very wiry. Stiffens up sometimes, but usually is really loose and agile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too hard to grab a hold of it. It was just didn't know what to do with it after I caught it. <laughs> just that delivery. A tale as old as time, my friend. A tale as old as time. Easy to catch. <laughs> not sure what to do with it. Did I see where he put uh, Alara and Pablo's gold? Uh, nope. You were a little too focused on the actual matches. Okay. Will, is there uh, anyone else here that wants to give it a shot? 
think what they got fuck? what it takes. I'm good. I think we're all good. All right. I don't well. think this is my kind of game. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for joining. I appreciate it. Appreciate your patronage. And uh, feel free to come back anytime. I think you're a little bit more up to the task. Now, if Chet could go ahead and roll me a d20, please. As uh, as you all begin to make your way out of the, the stall proper, you, uh, you begin to, con- you continue to look around this strange marketplace. As you do, you notice one particular building. It seems to have what looks like a strange pointed top hat that rests on top. Again, completely made of metal. You see quite a few uh, individuals that are uh, that are standing around. They all seem to be chugging back a, a few few potions. Ah, and welcome to all the raiders who have just bo- joined us. DM Lair, thank you so much for the raid, my friend. Pleasure oh to always see you. And if one of our lovely mods could give a quick shout out to the DM layer, it would be very much appreciated. Okay. Well, should we go? And it's like a bar. Does it look like a bar? Or like surprisingly enough, it does. Potions. It, it looks like almost like a metallic tiki bar. <gasps> Guys, let's go! Come on, this could be so much fun. Come on. Please a drink. I'm all for exploring. As you make your way towards this strange hut with the slender pointed top hat at the very top, you take notice of the individual behind said bar rail. It looks to be a red-headed dwarven woman. She's got long hair that flows freely down and wraps around the front, almost giving an illusion of a long beard. Strangely enough, her hair seems to almost be shaved at the very crown, with a little bit of a mohawk that sticks upward. Hi, my name is Alara. I like your hair. It matches mine. The color, at least. What how'd it do there, folks? Name's Bobina. They call me the infamous. <laughs> Welcome to my brew shop. Are you looking for anything in particular? Maybe something to tickle your fancy for the evening? Mm. Do you have ice cream? Ice cream? Never heard of it before. Okay. Well, then she, anything that's fun. Anything as, that's fun. We need to have a fun night. As you continue to talk to her, her eyes slowly drift over to Ollie. Well, now, now, now. How do you do there, sir? I I do fine. How do you I do? I bet you do. I bet you do. Big old man of steel like you, eh? Thank you. I think. Why don't you come on over Ollie's here for a here, minute? I'm going to be like, she likes you, Ollie. And then I'll, like, push him over to her. <laughs> Oh, hi. My friend says you like me. Like, I like all people, too. 
Uh, I like you as well. Well, I like you just fine there, son. I never seen, uh, never seen a Warforged so shiny outside of the mines before. Well, my friend polished me a few, uh, like a day or two earlier, but, uh, yeah, I just, I got this natural shine. Just good craftsmanship, you know? Mm-hmm. It sure is. I could go for a polishing with that, and she kind of looks you up and down. Oh, well, you might want to speak to my friend then. He, he did a very good job polishing. <laughs> He's right over there. He's got a wooden arm. She turns back to Alara. Is your friend a little uh, special? Got maybe hit too hard in the travels? Well, we are in a lot of battles, and Ollie is very special. He's very nice. He actually made this, this dress armor for me. Isn't it really cool? And she'll do a spin. She'll kind of twirl her hair a little bit. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So, uh, what can I get you for? Uh, actually, I'd like to purchase a round of drink for my friends here. We've been through a few rough patches lately, and uh, I think we all deserve it. I absolutely. I got uh, I got a few brews in form that uh, you might be interested in. Okay. You see, this um, one here, and she points over to an elixir that sits on the shelf. Uh, a large crystal bottle with beautiful facets carved into it. The liquid inside seems to be a swirling pink and red, very similar to some of the potions that you've seen before. This one here will put you in tip-top condition. Hmm. A little bit of a t- taste of razzleberries. Have you ever had them before? I I don't believe I have had a, a razzleberry. Sweet and tangy. Good? Sweet and tangy, but they got lots of punch. Oh, okay. Uh, and what else do you have? Not well, that I'm not interested in that. I've got this interesting one right here, and she pulls it down. It's in a bit of a square, uh, uh, almost like a vase. As you look inside, there seems to be blue and silver that swirls around, almost like the liquid itself just is in constant motion. This one will quicken you up real quick wherever you're going. Put a little extra step in your pep in your step. Okay. This one's made from beautiful juniper berries. But they go quick. This one right here, this is uh this one's for about 200 gold. Oh wow. Okay. And that's just for one person? Absolutely. You could take it with you. I'll pack it up for you, no problem. I was thinking more of something, you know, maybe uh, I've, I've seen these pitcher devices and you can pour into multiple glasses, you know, enough for all seven of us. You want seven types of these little brews I have here? Um... I think they like the alcoholic variety. Is there something that gets you um, into a dancing mood? Ah, uh, dancing mood. I don't know if I can do dancing. But have you ever been interested in flying before? We've all gone flying, yeah. I think we were all very interested and had a lot of fun. 
Oh, absolutely, I can help you out with that one. She reaches over to one on the top shelf as she brings it around a, a large um, dome-like vase on this one. As she does, she holds it up as a silvery, almost misty liquid kind of whirls around inside of it. This one right here will do exactly that. Take it right off your feet for at least the next 10 minutes. Okay. Um, and how much is that one? Well, this one? This one's only about 400 gold per serving. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Um, one second. Is everyone happy with this bar? Or do you want to peruse a little bit? It's a bit, um, uh, it's high quality, mm -hmm. a bit pricey. I don't yeah. think it's a bar. Yeah, I think it's more like a potion bar where, like, we can get cool power-ups or things like that. Okay. Well, if anyone wants to fly, um, I guess maybe I, not Pavo. I can already do that. I can cast that, but I always don't prepare it at the right times. <laughs> hmm. I'll look at the shopkeeper. Do you have anything that can make me invisible? Invisible, you say? I don't necessarily have something to make you invisible, but I got something that allows you to alter yourself. Tell me more about that. Ooh. Well, as soon as you drink it, you can transform to any other body shape that you want. Now, mind you, it only lasts for about 10 minutes, so you gotta be quick with it if you're gonna use it. How much is that? Oh, this one right here, this one's about 500 gold. Eli will like grit his teeth and look around at the group. It could come in handy. That's true. That's true. I'm going to walk up closer to um, the infamous <laughs> and say, you know, um, my friend Ollie, he's very shy, but um, mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, a little leverage uh, in these transactions might might lead to you seeing just how well built he is, if you know what I mean. What necessarily do you mean by this leverage? You know, maybe a little lighter on the coin purse for these purchases. Tell you what, straw man. If you can guarantee me that he'll be back at the rusted nut later, We can make something happen. Oh, I can guarantee you he will be there. Go ahead and make a persuasion check for me. As you pimp out your friend Ollie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this seems kind of mean. This, dastardly, this dastardly role. <laughs> I do. Good. I'm going to use my inspiration to negate that nat one that just happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, much better. 23. 23. A little bit of a glimmer comes across her eye before she furrows her brown with brow with a smirk. 
right, straw man. You got a deal. But you promised. Never break my promises. All right. All right. Tell you what. She looks back over at Ollie. I'll give you a reduction of about 100 gold. I think that sounds very fair. I definitely will be taking one of those um, self-altering tinctures, if you don't mind. All right. What does that bring you to? 300 gold? 400. It was 500 before? It was 500. Oh, God. For that one, anyway. Are you serious? I've given you guys like 8,000 platinum. I know. I, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm greedy. Um, She's a rogue, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll take one. All right. 400 gold apiece. You guys can go ahead and add a potion of transformation. It allows you to transform into, or essentially utilize the alter self spell which lasts for about 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. Is there a place that has alcoholic beverages? Oh, absolutely. Like I said, the rusted nut. Oh, okay. Best damn tavern in in this whole damn place. Okay. Which way would that be? It's right over there. She points over. You see a building shaped more like an octagon, or from what you would believe is a nut. It seems the establishment seems to have two floors to it, with a little bit of an awning that hangs around the center of it. The walls itself look to be cobbled together and just patched together with large pieces of sheet metal, the majority of them either now completely oxidized or rusted. Looks a little shabby, but could be a good time. Yeah, and uh, I will. I thought this was a bar, so when we get to the rusty nut, I'll keep my promise and I'll buy a round of drinks for everybody. Thanks, Ollie. Much appreciated. That's so nice. We all deserve it. As you begin to walk away, Bobina calls out once again. We'll be seeing you real soon, man of metal. And she gives you a wink. Oh, thank you. You're coming to the rusty nut later? Oh, you damn well better believe that I am. It's nice to know that a lot of nice people are going to be there. Yeah, nice. We'll see. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> now, Ollie, you did whatever that nice lady says. You know, she was very nice to give us that discount. Oh, my God. What discount? What has happened? I don't, I don't know. This has gone down a gutter. This is, this is not the friendly family channel I was promised, guys. <laughs> It'll be fine. As uh, as you all begin to, is that to what walk you're away. Dolly or? No, yeah. <laughs> as you all begin to make your way towards the rusted nut, Lucy puts his arm around Ollie, gives a little bit of a hug closer. Both of you feeling the bond and kinship. You've both been inspired. Wow. Oh. Nice. It's canon. Lucy's a pimp. Been, 
<laughs> so nicely. Can we, not, can we not make that canon? Please and thank you. <laughs> Oh my god. You throw in a couple dick and masturbation jokes, and the next thing you know, your you players are coming, pimping each guy. other. Yeah, you started it. You set the vibe. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Making your way into the, uh, and towards the rusted nuts. As you climb the steps, just about to enter into the doorway, you, uh, the doors seem to swing open as what you see as an individual tiefling, very large, very drunk, stumbles out the front door. Kind of wobbles and smacks into shade for a second. He kind of steadies himself. <laughs> Watch out of the way there, tree man. You bumped into him. She wants to fight you now. She's pissed. She wants to fight me? Yep. I mean, not really, but I thought we could just resolve this by talking about it. Not even <laughs> worth my time. Don't even want to talk to you, dames. As he literally okay. pushes Alara out of the way, she stumbles over a little bit. He brutally walks on to the distance, continuing to to stumble a little bit. I try to trip him. <laughs> Careful. You can certainly try. Okay. <laughs> how would you like to how would you like to attempt to trip a very large tiefling in a very open space? Stealthily. <laughs> a little bit more insight on that one, bud? Uh, I want to just, well, I'm assuming I'm standing behind Alara and Shade as this was happening. Sure. So I just kind of want to, as he's on his way out, I want to maybe hide behind somebody else who's in front of me a bit and just stick my leg out. He's super drunk. See you can hide he, behind me. Yeah, see if he topples over a little bit. Okay. Go ahead and make a stealth check for me first. Okay. 20. 20. You stick your foot out just in the right nick of time. You try and hold your foot steady as he continues to walk past. Go ahead and make a strength saving throw for me. <laughs> to hold your foot in place. Nine. Nine? There's such confidence. We're strong. Yeah, absolutely. As uh, as you continue, as as you hold out your foot, he walks past. You think perfect and primed, ready to go. And as he does, he just simply kicks your foot out of the way. You kind of swirl around a little bit before losing balance and toppling over from the immense power, I said large, tiefling. Might stab that guy later. (laughs) (laughs) Dick. Eli will say under his breath. (laughs) I'm sorry you're so mean to you, Shane. That was nice. You can help up. Thanks, Pavo. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> uh, 
Where is this going? Mr. 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 Man. Um, huh? What? What do you want, pretty hey. girl? Thank you so much. See that stall over there? The man with the, the very nice mustache? Hmm? I think you should go break his monkey, and I cast suggestion. What's <laughs> <laughs> the save on that? Oh boy, it is an 18 wisdom saving throw. 18. <laughs> yep. Ooh. He shoves you out of the way. Don't touch me and don't talk to me. Hey. My mistake. Redheads, blondes, they're all the same as he kind of walks off in a stumper. Hi. They all reject him. He holds up his middle finger as he continues to walk away. (laughs) I like him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Should we get a drink? That's what we came here for. Let me get everyone the drink. Okay. All right. right. I'll look for the bartender. Eli's going to go take a leak. All right, mm. and as you all, <laughs> all right, I have a feeling that her level of immersion right now is far greater than any of us could ever, ever yeah. think about it. Absolutely. So, uh, while our heroes make their way inside of the rusted nuts, why don't we go ahead and take a quick break for the evening? Um, so while we're away, guys, go ahead and uh, go get yourself some beverages, whether they be apple juice, orange juice, grape juice, soda juice, or tiefling juice. Why not? Go get those refreshments. And Cherry Bomb Bed, if you're there, go ahead and grab yourself some popcorn, my dear. Uh, we will be back in about uh, five minutes' time. Thank you all for sticking around so far. As well, thank you to the newest tripper, the uh, maybe it's kerosene. No, maybe it's Sarian. Maybe it's kerosene. <laughs> Thank you so much for to, for the follow. Uh, very much glad to have you here. Welcome to the Tripper family again. Thank you so much for the DM Lair for the raid. You are a wonderful human being. Thank you kindly. And uh, hey, if you're not already following and you're enjoying what we're doing, consider following along as well because we do this every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. With that said, though, we will be back in a few short moments, my friend. So where is the button I need? There it is. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for sticking around. Appreciate it. As always, we take some questions on our break, uh, and we do have a few of them for our wonderful cast in uh, in chat right now. First and foremost, Lucy, how does it feel to be so nice all the time now? You know, it's not so difficult to be nice, but not being sarcastic is very difficult for me. <laughs> Both in and out of game. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Ollie, are you properly equipped to satisfy all of Bobina's requests asking for a friend? Uh, if it's about her drinks, no, I, I don't want to buy any of her drinks. Uh, whatever her request is, I'll try my best, but I don't know. What, what, what could she possibly request of me? Well said, my friend. Family-friendly mm-hmm. channel. Uh, <laughs> Eli, who you plan on robbing? around 
Jesus wow. Christ. We've grown. We've spoken grown. spoken like a true rogue. Lucy, at this point, would you rather have gotten rid of the Munatar court curse or a nice Lucy obligation? Have you considered just going off on an angry extended rant and just rolling up a new character? <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> Pavel, are you going to best some trees today? Based on the theme of this game so far, I'm not sure how to answer that question. Uh, yeah, are you going to? Are you either going to beat up some trees and or shade? Yeah, no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Just gonna leave the wood alone. Uh, this next question is for everyone, and I'm going to uh, answer for you. Everyone, are you upset that you didn't get to spank the monkey? Yes, they are, are extremely upset that tonight of all nights they did not get to spank the monkey. You know, they were probably just a little tired, maybe had a headache. It just, it just didn't work out for him tonight. Some of us got to spank it. We just weren't rough enough. That's true. That's true. Okay. You didn't put a little uh, too much oomph in your spankings. God. Trick's got a target in mind for your mission. A target in my... No, whoever is available. We're all going to die. No plan. None whatsoever. Sounds like Bobina's available. Well, not yet, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see how heavy Ollie is tonight. Um, Dave, it's a full moon in game. Yeah, actually, it's a new moon tonight, my friend, which is the one that we're looking for. Uh, Shade, what's your favorite of the Beetle Redemption so far? Oh god. Uh, I think the one in the, um, in the sewers when I was covered in grease and couldn't hear anything, I was screaming all the time. <laughs> I like that one. Well, oh, the greased up really deaf shade? Oh yeah. That was I liked, I liked greased, greased up deaf shade too. <laughs> Um, Buster, what inspired you to write so many good jokes for today's episode? My butt. Um, <laughs> Dave, are you almost out of material yet, or are you just getting started? Well, funny that you say that, my friend, because uh, we are just, just getting started. Uh, looks like this might be the last question, Dave. When we get, when will we get another crotch speech? Well, you know the answer to that, my friend. That crotch speech has happened at level five. So if we can get there, there will be a crotch speech waiting for you at the other end. I can promise you that. Um. Oh wait. <laughs> and more twerking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shade, do you see anything that needs a good polishing? Well, the, uh, the rest in that definitely needs some polishing. It's nasty and it's... Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right. Good and one. I think this is the, uh, the last one. Dave, question, how much of this episode did five beers Dave write? Um, well, this is this was a more of a three beer Dave episode, mostly because I am there's no aggressive motivation, as you so nicely put it, my good friend. Uh, <laughs> but with that said, we are going to go ahead and jump back into tonight's episode. Players. 
as you enter into this strange tavern, it is quite a bustle filled with interesting and individuals all around you. Loud commotions happening from left and right, some arguments happening to the side, others playing games, what look to be dice, darts, and so many others. A minstrel plays off in the background, and as you look over, you see that the minstrel itself doesn't seem to be individuals at all, but instead a collective of instruments that seem to play themselves. As you glance around the room, you see a large bar rail that sits directly in the center of this octagon-like shaped tavern. Behind the rail, you see a very familiar sight, a warforged, seemingly a bit rusted himself. You see most of his metal is now a copperish tone to it, as he wears a red vest hanging down. He seems to be scurrying about all around the, the perimeter of the circular bar rail, serving different patrons. What would you guys like to do? Get some drinks. Yeah, Ollie, well, are you gonna get us drinks? Yeah, of course. I'm. I'm gonna approach the bar rail. I'll find us an open table. Okay. Ollie, as you uh, walk up to the bar rail, the warforge behind the bar immediately pops up in front of you. Good day to you, traveler. Pleasure to see you. What can I get for you? Pleasure to see you too. Uh, nice to see a familiar face. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, do I know you? Are you from the mines as well, no, my but, friend? No, but, you know, our kind, you, you don't see much of... Um, I'd like to order a bunch of drinks for my party, my friends. Well, I'd be happy to. That's the name of the game around here. What can I serve you tonight? Oh, I have to play a game for it? <laughs> no, you just tell me what you want, my friend. Oh. Um, yes, I, um, can I get, um, just a bunch of glasses, seven glasses of beer? Absolutely, I'd be happy to help you with that, my friend. He scurries off for a minute, grabbing a few glasses, bringing it out, and popping it down in front of you. He then grabs two large jugs and plops them up on the table. So you say you're not from the mines? No, I'm not. Uh, no, I haven't been to the mines. Are you sure? You seem like a familiar face. I feel like I've seen you before. <laughs> mm, mm, no, you must be mistaken. I mean, we all, we all kind of look similar. Well, I can't fault you in that, my friend. What brings you here in town? Uh, we're just kind of, you know, uh, journeying around together, me and uh, my friends here that I met, just traveling the trellis, kind of uh, just trying to help out wherever we can. He looks over your shoulder. Oh, your friends seem pretty shy. 
they not want to speak to anyone? Oh no, they were just uh, under the impression, and, and rightfully so, that I'm just buying the drinks for them. I offered to buy them the drinks, so they're just waiting for the drinks, which you've kindly supplied me. How much will that be? Uh, seven, seven glasses, couple jugs. That's going to be uh, ten silver. All right, and I'll, I'll chuck in uh, an extra gold for a, a fellow warforged. Much appreciate, my friend. Well, if there's anything else you need, well, you just let me know. One of the greatest of rock stars in all of the mines. They call me Crimson. Crimson? <laughs> nice to meet you, Crimson. They call me... Uh, they call me Mr. Sprocket. Good to meet you, Mr. Pro- Sprocket. Anything I can do to help, you just let me know. Thank you very much. And I'll take all the drinks and bring it back to my party. Okay. Turning around and following him back to the table. Lucy's been able to find a nice seating arrangement. It seems to be a large booth that fits all of you. The rest of you watch as Ollie places the ales down onto the table and sits beside you all. Thanks, all Ollie. Right. You're a good guy, Ollie. And I'll pat no him problem. on the back. Appreciate it. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Anything. All the hey, rounds Ollie. are on me. They're actually pretty cheap. All the rounds? <laughs> okay. Um, I have a question. Uh, when we were meeting that um, person that I forget their name, if they gave them my name, gave them, gave um, the, the bomb person, the bomb that looks like Sherry Bombette. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they were asking me um, about where you came from, and I realized that we never really talked about really a whole lot about you. Yeah, Ollie. Oh, yeah. Where are you from? Uh, I've just, I've kind of just just been traveling all around. I don't really have uh, a location I'm from. I mean, I kind of just got created, and um. Where were you created? And by who? Oh, deep questions, uh, Eli. <laughs> a lot of warforged don't actually know where they're created. They they just oh. kind of are like created and then they get moved to a certain position and then activated so i was activated in a monastery and that's how i met um the people at the monastery that introduced me to gibble the heaven smith and then after prayer and and talking and 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 just kind of going on a kind of soul searching journey um i i i started to hear from gibble and started to get um missions from Gibble. It started as small missions, you know, to help out people around the area. Um, I mean, this kind of uh, monastery was just in the wilderness, just on its uh, own. So it was just, you know, people, uh, travelers that he would know are in the vicinity and I would go heal them. And then eventually he gave me the task to go to Trellis. He thought that here I can really expand on my healing and and, and my uh, lessons. And I boarded the boat and I mean, the rest you guys know. I kind of grew up in the monastery. Hmm. hmm. That's kind of cool. Doesn't that make you unique? I thought all Warforged 
worked in the mines. And then Eli will kind of like look around at the party for confirmation. I thought we heard that from somebody. That it was. It appears yeah. that many warforged are in the mine because everybody that comes across them assumes that he is from the mines. Well, that one works at the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. So you don't know who made you? I honestly, I don't know. Um, and I haven't really been too worried about it. I, I, I have kind of a long lifespan from what I've heard, so. I'm just hoping that, you know, following my own journey, I'll kind of figure out more of where I'm from, who I'm from, and, you know, more about my family. What was your monastery like? My monastery? Uh, It was kind of just like a small little chapel. It wasn't too big, very modest. Lots of wonderful gardens on the outside. I would sometimes tend to, and uh, it's a lot of peace and serenity, and a lot of time to myself, really, um, reflecting, and yeah, a lot of soul-searching, which is very strange, because, I mean, I originally didn't even know if I had a soul, or what a soul was, but the people I've learned from and Gibble, uh, they insist that I do have a soul, so I want to find out why. What were the other people at the monastery like? Uh, were they human? Yeah, they. I was the only Warforged there. Hmm. Do uh, they know a lot about Warforged? It must have been weird. I'm, I'm, yeah, they're very aware of the Warforged that, you know, work in the mines and, and also like bartend or I, I'll, bartending's new to me, but I've heard of Warforged. I know I'm not the only one. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I know I'm the only one that kind of had to find his own purpose. Well, I guess you could ask, uh, Crimson over there if I, heard that name right uh where he's from might be a good place to start if you're interested sure that's a good idea i'll go up and i'll ask where crimson's from and i'll leave the table (laughs) (laughs) great idea thank you leaves Ollie, as you walk back up to the bar rail, uh, Crimson is uh, looks to be polishing and cleaning some glasses as he takes note of you. Ah, Oliver, my friend, good to see you again. Back for another and round, nice are we? You uh, sure, and then I'll just, like, finish my drink. Yes, I'll get another round. Fantastic. Same as before? Uh, yes, please. Very good, then. He goes behind the bar rail again, pulling out seven glasses and two jugs and dropping them down on the table. Uh, Again, my friend, that will be silver, ten silver. Oh, okay. Uh, And I'll just, I'll pay it with another gold as a a tip. You are too kind, my friend. Us Warforge have to stick together. We sure do. Uh... How did you end up working in this bar? 
Well, long story, my friend, and that's why I thought you came from the mines as well. I myself came from the mines long, long ago. Apparently, I became obsolete to the foreman there. Told me I never, no longer had a place there. I had no purpose. I started to wander off into the deserts and the fields, and that's when I came across this little place. I met some of the founders long ago. They said they were looking for businesses to, that would thrive in this type of area. Hence why I started making this little tavern here. Oh, you made this tavern. With my own two hands, I did. It was a mess trying to do the scrapper's run, I'll tell you that much. That's very impressive, and, and do you enjoy your life here? No complaints for the most part. Things are relatively calm, other than the occasional bar brawl, but that's to be expected in these parts. Otherwise, I make good coin here. I have good friends here. I really can't complain. That is fantastic. I'm glad to see a fellow Warforges making their own way. Yes, well. Are you yourself making your way to the mines? Yeah, I believe that's where my party wants to go. So I just kind of follow along. What can we expect there? Is, is it very, is there a lot of people there? Well, I do beg you caution. There is the Scrapper's Run, is what they call it, what this town is named after. There's an area just before the mine, and you'll note that there will be large poles made of wood that hang and are posted up all around a bit of a field that surrounds it, at least 500 yards worth. On the top of these poles, you'll see spinning orbs on top. I'd be careful of those. They seem to spit out random spells to deter those that seem to be trespassing on their lands. The presage mind's not one to trifle with, my friend. So I've heard. Um, Alright, uh, thank you for the warning and for the drinks. I'll bring both to my friends. Anything else I can do for you, Mr. Oliver? My pleasure. By the way... Um, are you friends, you and your friends staying here for the evening? I, I believe so. We shouldn't be, you know, just wandering about in the conditions that we tend to be in after all these drinks. Fair enough. Well, we've got plenty of rooms up, to, up uh, on the second floor. If you need any uh, accommodations, you just let me know. One gold apiece. Each room. Fantastic. Uh, you've been very helpful. Thank you. Anything I can do for you, my friend. Just uh, a word of caution to you and your friends. I would stay away from any kind of magic casting while you're in town. People here oh, don't take too that? kindly to that. Hmm. Good. Noted. Thank you. I'll just give him an extra gold because he's been so useful. You're very too kind, my friend. I'll have the proper room set and ready waiting for you whenever you need it. Thank you so much. And I'll grab the drinks and I'll head back to the table. Okay. Hmm. Uh, hey, so guys, I got the drinks. I, I, I didn't 
I kind of thought he was just going to give me a drink and then he gave a round of drinks. So if you're not finished now, you might as well finish your drinks. And uh, he also had a wealth of information to share. Um, for one, if we need to stay somewhere, we can have a room uh, each, a gold apiece. And uh, the other thing he said is that if we approach the presage mines, that it might be very dangerous because there's a bunch of large poles out front of it. And each pole has an orb on top that casts a bunch of spells. So maybe we should, you know, take more time to just kind of, you know, plot our course and, and, and be cautious, you know? Well, that sounds like a pain in the ass. Yeah. Eli will finish his whole drink and then grab the next one. All right. Thanks, Ollie. You too. Thanks, Ollie. No problem. Yeah, just let me know if I need to go get those rooms because uh, I didn't really confirm yet because I, I didn't know if you guys actually wanted to stay here. Yeah, well, it's kind of late. I mean, we need to stay somewhere other than Pavo. He tends to sleep in the trees all the time. Do you want a room, Pavo, or do you want to, like, find a tree or something? I can stay. Okay. So I'm not too familiar with this little town here. Yeah. It's probably better to stay together. Yeah. It's not good to stay out in the open. So I'll take a room, too. I could share a room with somebody since I don't really require a bed. You can share with me. I'm just going to go sentry mode anyway. I mean, I guess technically... If anyone needs a bed, they can share with me and Pavel. I'll take that action. Why not? Actually, All right. did I overhear the conversation about... Um, <laughs> 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 What's her face? Because <laughs> if I overheard that, I might be hesitant to share with Ollie, but I don't know what I heard. Be here. That's it. High or low for your benefit? High. Well, I rolled a natural 20, so yes, you absolutely overheard it. I might bunk by myself tonight. Okay. Sounds like you, Eli. A spare bed in our room, so it's free for anybody who wants it. Hmm. I'm good. <laughs> I don't mind my own space. <laughs> All right. Well, why so don't that's... You guys, yeah, just keep. Why don't you lay down in the bed, Ollie? Probably just probably sit stand, sit stand like a perfect. <laughs> so why don't you try? <laughs> I can't believe I just tried to make a bird motion with my body. So why don't you try lying down in the in the bed, Ollie? You always stand up. Maybe it'll feel really good to lay down and be in sentry mode. I don't really feel very much, you know, not a lot of nerves in my metal hands. Oh, maybe it'll feel intellectually relaxing. Well, I could give it a try. I mean, if no one else is going to stay in there anyway, sure. But I don't think it's going to have much effect on me. Okay. Well, are we all drinking now? What's happening? Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Cheers. 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 
Oh, we're drinking in real life. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said cheers. <laughs> cheers. Whoa. Was that out of character or in character? Because that was pretty sassy. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's taking a round of psychic damage on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Does this place serve food? That's true. We haven't eaten in a really long time. Oh yeah, apologies. Like, days. Looking, uh, yeah, looking so eat. I didn't think to order any for you guys. Looking around the room, you do see uh, a few individuals that seem to be eating plates of something. Hmm. Great. Uh, Let's just get that. I'm gonna see if I can get somebody sent over. Are we all done our drinks? Because I'll get us another round. And yeah. We can order. Oh, no. I'll hop right. over to uh, the bar. Uh, I will get us another round. And I'll. I'll... With... Oh, cool. I'm going to come with you just so I can uh, order the rooms. Hmm. All right. As the two of you approach the bar rail once more, uh, the, uh, the Warforge standing behind the bar is uh, just finishing up serving some rounds for another guest, but then turns his attention towards you. Ah, Mr. Oliver, and I see you've brought uh, a fine gentleman with you. Good day to you, hmm. sir. Sir, my name's Eli. Hmm. Pleasure to meet you, Eli. What can I do for you? I'm gonna get another round. Yeah, and we'll take you up on the the rooms that you offered. Uh, we'll only need um, six of them though, because me and uh, my bird friend are gonna share half them. Fair enough. Well, I've saved the uh, the best room in the house for you specifically, Mr. Oliver. Thanks to all of your generosity. He uh, reaches down behind the bar rail, pulling out a number of six keys and lays it out in front of you. One of them being gold. He pushes it forward. This one's for you, Mr. Oliver. Uh, in terms oh. of food, well, we do have your uh, your your standard stews. Um, we also have a fine selection of uh, Displacer Beast meats. However, we are having a special tonight. Our ale and wing. <laughs> um, does Pavo eat wings? Let's see. <laughs> if he doesn't right, well, eat it, if he doesn't eat it, I'll eat his. Oh, my friends, you definitely don't need uh, more than one wing per person. That's absolutely for sure. One wing serves four. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Yes, these are special <laughs> treats sent down all the way from Hansel. These are what they call pterodactyl wings. Where's Shanks when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> He's up in Hansel, apparently. Let's get a couple for the table. All right. How much are they? All right. Well, with the uh, the rooms, the uh, another round, the you said two wings you were looking for. I think so. Fantastic. Well, they are served with a side of mashed potatoes. Uh, we have a very special delicacy on that. Um, won't get into the details of where they come from, but they sure are delicious. <laughs> they are very bulky and firm. I love me some firm, bulky mashed potatoes. Oh, boy. <laughs> I said it with a straight face. <laughs> I'm so proud. Yeah. 
Well, that's all fantastics. How much for the lot? Oh, well, if I didn't... That would be, uh... All in all, about ten gold pieces. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna hand Ollie a couple gold. Okay. How much are you handing me? Two. Two gold? Alright. Yep. Right. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. I said, <laughs> Do you want more? Cheapest more. rogue I have ever seen. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> five. Five. Um, I'll give him five. Alright. I'm gonna give, take the five, and I'm gonna give an extra ten, so fifteen total to the Warforge for being so. Oh, you're far, far too kind, sir. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> As he takes the gold and puts it uh, behind the counter, he uh, he begins to pour the drinks for you, um, handing you the keys. Well, it's going to be a few minutes for the uh, the wings to get ready for you, but uh, I'll make sure to have them sent over to your table as soon as possible. Thank you very much. I'll scoop up what he did give us, and then we'll head back. Okay. Headed back over to the table, you find your companions once again sitting there. Uh, at this point, I need everyone to roll me constitution saving throws except Ollie. Uh oh. <laughs> Ooh, this is great. Not great. Eight. Okay. Ten. Okay. Not twenty for twenty-four. Very good. Twenty-five. Okay. Seven. Twenty-three. Okay. <laughs> wow. As you bring more rounds back to the table, putting them down. Your companions begin to chug back their ales immediately. Ollie, as you look amongst them all, you see that Alara, Lucy, and Shade seem to be in uh, proper working order. The other three, their eyes have started to wobble a little bit. (laughs) One closing a little bit more than the other. (laughs) Eli and Trix and Pavo... You were all drunk. Yeah, and technically, we are. suffering one point of exhaustion. Oh, oh shoot. You guys, you guys. You guys. Yeah. What? What? I what? just want to say that I have not felt like I had a family in a long time. And then I'll just stop talking. <gasps> yeah. Just like, oh my gosh. You are. Oh, Eli. No, no, no. It's true. I'm so happy to hear you say that. I'm so glad we finally accepted that we're all family. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. last few days have just been the best. The positivity in this group is just all I could ask for. You guys, I love you all. Thank you, Alara. And he'll like cheers in the wrong direction. Like she is <laughs> not sitting. I'll, I'll tap his cup from the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucy moves the, moves her elbow over a little bit. So it lines up with the cheers. <laughs> I think we're in need of, we're in need of that, those wings to counteract the poison. Yeah, guys, I ordered his pterodactyl wings. 
Pterodactyl wings. That sounds delicious. Pterodactyl. Sounds exotic. Pavo, do you eat pterodactyl wings? Yes. Good question. I don't know. You should try it. I know. I've never seen a pterodactyl. Never seen it. It's so I've never had a chance to eat one, so I don't know. Does it taste good? We will find out. I mean, I don't need to eat, but I'm willing to try it. And with that, the uh, you see uh, Crimson the bartender walking over with a very large plate of what looks to be a single wing that has been cut up into portion, more similar to ribs than anything else. He plops it down on the table, uh, as well as a giant mash bowl of mashed potatoes, handing out seven plates to all of you. Oh, I'm so hungry. Thanks. I'm gonna give go ham on that. Eli will go ham on that. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> seeing my hungrier companions, I'll just take small portions to try out. As uh, you take a mouthful of these wings, you find this beautiful, succulent, fall-off-the-bone meat that just makes your mouth water as soon as uh, as it touches your metal lips. As you all are continue to sit there and engorge in this wonderful meal, Suddenly, the bar doors swing open, and you hear a familiar voice. Uh-oh. Familiar? All right. Where's my hot rod? <laughs> Looking over, you see the bolsterous dwarven woman, Bobina, walking in. We all see her. Hey, it's the lady from the shop. Right here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, it's Bobina, guys. It's a very nice lady. She said she'd be I'm here. I'm Bobina. Well, maybe she should join us. <laughs> As you say this, she immediately, her eyes dart over to the table. There's no look of friendship on her face. Just sheer determination at this point. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> As she walks over to the table, she immediately hops up beside Ollie. Well, 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 my dear friend. You and I have some unfinished business to attend to. Unfinished? No, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry I led you on. I, I thought you were selling alcohol, so I didn't... She holds up a finger to your lips. <laughs> I'm far too tired, my dear. Mm-hmm. But not that tired. Okay. Tell you me. You really didn't have to come out if you were tired. Are you finished your food and drink? No, I, I mean, like, I'm finished mine, but we ordered enough for Perfect. eight people, so... Do you have yourself a room key? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, me and... Yeah, I have Fantastic. And she grabs oh, you by the wrist. Us, I, I don't know. 
Hi, Oli. She grabs you by the wrists. And begins to pull you away from the table. Bye. Have uh, fun. Good luck with that, bro. Where are I'm you going, Oli? See you tomorrow. I'm gonna resist because I'm I'm sorry, I don't know what you're trying to do. Well, my dear boy, we're gonna make you a man. <laughs> um a man? Like 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 a human? Well, it'll be as human you've ever felt in your life, dear boy. Oh my god. Okay, are we seeing any of this? Like, do we hear right, any of this? Table. You're no, at right the table. There. Walked away. I thought they no. walked away. Does Ollie look just okay? Um <laughs> okay, so it's clear that Ollie is resisting. Uh I'm he's not going just seems it. to be sitting there. Yeah. Okay. You're you're drunk too. <laughs> Who, me? Not, no, she's good. I'm not drunk. <laughs> I'm not drunk. <laughs> Um, excuse me, um, where are you taking our friend? Not too far. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he doesn't look like he really wants to go. So why don't um, we stay here? Yeah, I'm more confused than anything. Well, yeah. uh, metal man, what is your name, by the way? My name? It's Ollie. Ollie Sprocket. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Your friend over there, and she points over to Lucy. Well, he made a bargain on your behalf. A bargain? What? What do you mean? Well, I was paid a significant amount less for one of my potions than what I'm typically do. And what? How does how does that involve me? Well, oh my god. <laughs> if you come with me, I'm happy to show you. If this is just a financial thing, I don't I don't mind paying All right, all right, all right. Listen. Uh, Ollie, why don't you go upstairs and uh go powder your uh face plate and uh let me have a, a talk with our friend here real quick. Well, I I just I Oh now, Ollie, come on, go on. <laughs> Ollie, they the say who just came. You have uh Why are you sending him away? You seem a you little tense too. there. You seem a little tense. Maybe we could oh, uh no, that's just how I'm constructed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well maybe we could oil up those gears a little bit for you. Actually, the way I've been constructed, I actually don't need oil. It's it's a very intricate design and it would be oh, very you will. To see the Wing all right, right. All right. Okay. Y'all, uh, so, uh, Ollie, why don't you go upstairs real quick? Um, and, uh, let me, let me chat with our friend here. You, you actually seem a little tense right now. I'll say that to Bobina. Uh, straw man, we had a deal. Oh, no, 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 no. Everything's still on the table that was talked about, but, um, how about a drink what? first? I'll buy. Make a persuasion check for me. What is happening? I'm just wrongs. taking the bowl of mashed potatoes and just... Oh. <laughs> Eyes wide, um, tricks in voyeur mode right, right now. What's that? 
I have bardic inspiration. You have inspiration. Do I have both? Uh, bardic inspiration only lasts for the session. Doesn't continue on over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to have to use inspiration on that one. For all eight. And that's an that one. So, 12. Well, I guess I don't necessarily mind having a drink to get the kinks out, if you will. Perfect, perfect. You know what? Let's go get a table over here. We'll leave them to do their thing, and I can tell you all about Ollie's likes and dislikes, you know? <laughs> and I'll go find a, like, a two-top table for me and Bobina. <laughs> okay. Ollie, are you staying at the table? Yeah, I'm going to stay at the table for now. Okay. As you find a little tabletop, Lucy... You motion over towards the bar rail. It doesn't take long for Crimson to walk over. Uh, yes, what uh, what can I help you with, sir? Uh, me and the lady would like to do a little competition of sorts. A little drinking game. Oh you wouldn't be opposed God. to that, would you? <laughs> a dwarf intimidated by a drinking game? I think not. <sighs> what I like to hear. Keep the rounds coming. I'm paying. <laughs> Don't you have drunk, Freddy? <laughs> I'm not drunk. I, I, no. I passed my save. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see what we can do then. Crimson nods his head and walks behind the bar. A few minutes later, he brings back a uh, bottle of what you see uh, is labeled as Fireball Whiskey. Oh, as he plops it down on the table, <laughs> he puts two shot glasses in front of you and pours the first round. All right. For the bottle, that's going to be uh, about 25 gold. Keep the change and I'll give him 30. Very kind of you, my friend as he turns and walks back to the bar rail. Bobina looks at you intently. Well, what do you have in mind? Uh, well, you know, drink until one of us hits the floor. No, no, no. <laughs> We've got a deal, my friend. This well, cost me 200 dwarf. gold. Cost you a hundred, first of all. <laughs> and Not we... so good at math, my friend. That's two hundred for two bottles. Oh, that's true. <laughs> You're right. I've never been very good at math. I'm not very good at drinking either, if I'm being honest. But um, all the more reason it shouldn't be a problem, right? You can drink mm -hmm. me under the table easy. Very easy, of course. And she raises the glass and uh, clinks Where's it with mine? you before taking <laughs> oh it back. God. All right, constitution save. I <laughs> take it. <laughs> Not for the first one. Okay. Well, I'm going to She flips going, it so. over and slams it down on the table. So what do you have to say, straw man? We got I have business to attend to. Look. Ollie's not so good with social interactions as these and mm -hmm. I may have You've jumped said the before? gun. Mm -hmm. may have uh, jumped a gun a bit on uh, 
what exactly you had in mind for my friend here. And, you know, all things considered, I did technically get him here to the rusty nut, but um, that's all that was really said. <laughs> we, uh, we implied something very different, my friend. Mm, but implications aren't a binding agreement, are they? <laughs> you seem to be uh, retracting on your offer. Maybe I am. Well, this puts us in a bit of predicament now, doesn't it? I suppose. You see, I don't like con men, boy. Con and it man. sounds like you just tried to con me. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you maybe swindled me. different spirits. You swindled me out of 200 gold. Well, that's just hurtful. I don't care what it is. It's 200 gold. You seem to be right. a pretty fast talker there, boy. So why don't you do some explaining for me? How's this for an explanation? And he'll put 200 gold on the table, scoot it over, get lost. And he'll get returned to this table <laughs> with his friends. Okay. She stares at you with astonishment of the nerve. But you walk away from the table without saying another word. Head held high with pride. Oh, God. As you stretch out your chest, you feel a sneeze coming on. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, man. As you... I need you to go ahead and roll a D100 for me, please. 94. 94. I'm going to roll my D20. Roll another D100. <laughs> or two of them, rather. Okay. Lucy's tattoos glow for a moment, and that's it. Okay. As you let out a sneeze, you feel the urge for a slight stretch. It feels better than any sneeze that you've ever had before. You watch as your companions seem to stretch it out as well, as almost if doing an acrobatics check. Oh my God. The contagiousness of the stretch seems to fill all of the magic users with vigor. You feel empowered once again, as all of your spell slots are restored. Whoa! Oh, right before a long man. rest. Hey, <laughs> magic here. 
Listen, I'm going to make some phone calls. <laughs> you can make a lot of phone calls. I'm calling. Yeah. Oh, man. And just a quick reminder to everyone in chat. Uh, so what you're seeing beside our players' heads is uh, some of the icons that represent the channel points. Um, I see that there has been uh, a couple of rewards redeemed earlier tonight uh that uh they already have those buffs applied to them so just be careful of that uh more specifically polywags i do see that you've redeemed a um an inspiration uh lucy already has his represented as the red d20 that you can see uh, i see everyone has one right now so when you come back um just tell us what exactly you'd like to uh to use that inspiration for my friend when it, the next person who does not have have inspiration will automatically be rewarded that how about that i'm gonna get that inspiration <laughs> oh my god get it's not a competition <laughs> yes it is <laughs> all right with that said uh as you let out the sneeze and walk over towards the table you do take notice of shade who seems to be rapidly scratching his arm Oh God. God. Shade, I need you to go ahead and roll a D100 for me, please. Always comes go. back to back like that, too. Mm-hmm. That's 100. Wow. wow. <laughs> As Shade seems to be somewhat bored of the surroundings, and uh, just the the lack of action that seems to be impacting him right now. You watch as he pulls out a blade and begins to start carving into his own arm. Shade. <laughs> Please describe for us what the carved tattoo would look like that you seem to be giving yourself right now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm carrying the axe I will never have on my arm. Oh. Axe of the <laughs> Oh my god. As a reminder that of what I could have had and will never get. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so ridiculous. All right. With that said, is there anything else you guys would like to do for the evening? Oh, I almost forgot. Um, Eli, sitting next to Ollie and uh, Bobby, Bobina for a moment. As Bobina got up and left, you did notice something fall out of her pocket. It seemed to be a small vial. I will grab it so quickly. Like, without even thinking. Oh, no. Just like snatch it up and take a look at it. I'm not going to drink it. He's going to be like eating a wing face covered in sauce and then like look, checking it out, seeing what it is. Okay. As you look closely at the vial, it's, you have seen this vial before. It has a silvery misty wisp within it. You, my friend, have been given or found a flight potion. Yes! Wow. When you wow. take the drink, you have 10 minutes of flying speed of 10 feet. 10 feet? 10 yep. feet? 10 minutes. Okay. When she's gone, 
I'm going to show it to whoever's sitting beside me. So excited. That would be awesome. It looks amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> look, look, look what I found. Oh, that, that looks fantastic. It's a flight it's a potion. Flight. I yeah, almost bought like this. The... Oh. Congratulations. I'm so excited. I shouldn't take that. it now, right? I shouldn't take it now, right? Um, n no, I, th I think you've had enough of flying in bars. <laughs> and he'll like snicker and he'll be like, you're right, you're right. And then he'll put it in his bag of holding and then he'll just keep eating. Right. Hey, does anyone need to call anyone tonight? Because I'm i going to try calling somebody, but I feel really well rested enough that I could call more people. Uh, no, I'm okay. You Actually, should call guys... Solus and tell him he's a jerk. Oh my god. <laughs> that could be fun. Yes. That could what be fun. What he did to the last city was not right. That's Let's true. Maybe not. Somebody needs to pay for that. <laughs> don't turn red. <laughs> maybe, um... <laughs> maybe don't hey guys, do that. Why not? Uh, it's not like he can find us. I think he can find it us when he wants to. When he, whenever he wants to. That's the point. So we could, oh, we I could call him and ask him if he could teach me some time magic in exchange for helping him, but then we won't help him. Have you ever heard the phrase "Don't poke the bear"? No. And, 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 and tell him we killed all the dynamites. He probably well, already knows. I mean, yeah, he probably knows. But yeah, we could we could say that we did that. But I don't want to fight him right now. I think if it just, you know, maybe he could teach me something and we could like double agent him. Or we mm. could die. We could die. Yeah. We could die for sure. I, okay. I don't want to interrupt everybody, but I I just, I, I really need to turn in for the night. And uh, Pavel, I know I said I'd share a room with you, but can, would someone else like to share with Pavel? I'll give the uh, VIP room that I've kind of been handed. And I'll take one of the smaller rooms. If you well, I'll take a VIP room. You don't even right. sleep. Wait, are you what? kicking me out? Why are you leaving? <laughs> I, I'm I'm bunking with Eli. I just kind of, uh, I would like a little privacy tonight, if it's okay. Wait, where am I staying again? Um, you could <laughs> stay with, with Eli, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that's the room I was going to, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, All right. that's fine. I guess. Go up, Are you okay with that with Eli? Yeah, Wait, yeah. is, is right. everyone sleeping in Eli's room? Why is, no? We're all sleeping in room. Eli's room? Yeah, because Lucy said he's sleeping there and you're sleeping there. Should we have a sleepover tonight? What? Oh wait, my wait, wait, wait. god. I want. I was in the room, room. first. <laughs> <laughs> I've already left to one of the smaller rooms. <laughs> as, uh, as Ollie begins to stand up and uh, say goodnight to everyone, he raises a glass one last time to the group for a little bit of hydration. Cheers, everyone. I've had fun tonight. Wish I could say the same. Ow. <laughs> no, you had a sneeze. You had a sneeze. It's gone. You, you're dead now. Oh, yeah. So we're not calling Solus? You guys know what I think about all the time? What? He saw my timelines and he didn't kill me. Yeah, that's concerning. And then he'll just like start to slump maybe and... maybe maybe that's why he wants you to, us to join him 
Why? But he said no. <sighs> Maybe you don't. Wouldn't, wouldn't he know that if he saw Eli's timeline, wouldn't he know that we didn't join him? Like, I, I, that's what I just don't understand. It's to say we don't. And maybe Eli joins him. That's why he's yeah. still alive. Maybe he changes his mind. Mm. Eli's just like scrunching up his face and like leaning mm. over, obviously inebriated. Eli looks thirsty. I pour Eli another drink. Mm. <gasps> maybe <laughs> I should call. Do you think we should call Fal again? Who? Who we met Fal. Fal. Oh, naked guy in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Call Fal. Call Fal. Okay. He's probably he's probably doing something fun. <laughs> okay, I cast sending. Hi, it's Alara. I don't know if I told you my name the first time we met, but probably because. Got <laughs> <laughs> five more words. <laughs> <laughs> I usually do. What's up? <laughs> I usually do. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> a few minutes pass <laughs> before you get a response. Uh, hello, uh, Alara. Uh, strange woman who seems to be speaking in my head. Um, what can I do for you? Mm. Okay, he responded, guys. I only have what one more phone call. What did he say? What did he say? What can I do? Um, okay, I cast sending again. <laughs> oh, oh it's me again. <laughs> they were just, we're just drinking and we're thinking about him. Well, my friends are drunk i'm not and we are just thinking about you <laughs> and we just want to say hi and hope you're done just want to say hi <laughs> you get a response back <laughs> well all right then um not sure what I'm supposed to say to that, uh, but again, if you come across any prime game, uh, let me know. Paying top dollar. Mm. Any meats and hides that you find. Okay. So it seems like he's in direct competition with Shanks now. He's starting a whole, you know, meat and hide business. So I guess now... You know, if we have meats that we need to sell, we can we can go to him too. See, look, mm. we we gained a connection from this. I wonder if we could buy a couple pterodactyl wings and upsell them. <laughs> you know what, Lucy? That's a smart thing that you just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Tell him we're eating pterodactyl wings. Ask him if he's interested. Who? Where we? are we? Ask him if he can get here today. No, I can't because I have to make one more call, and that's the last one I can make. Okay. You're gonna call. Yeah. Well, before Alara think... makes her call, first and foremost, I can't believe you guys are drunken idiots when you're sober. 
Um, <laughs> but with that said, Ollie, what are you doing? Um, once I get into my room, I close the door and I'd like to take my um my uh holy relic and I, I just wanna go into like a prayer and then be like Gibble. My thoughts just have been so conflicting these past few days and I made a promise and I'm not sure that I can keep it any longer just please give me guidance I beg of you I... I'm not sure I can keep living this lie not, not with these companions that I mean, I've become so close with, I've, and I care deeply for them. I just, please give me guidance. Roll a d20 and add your wisdom modifier. The hell are you up to, boy? hell. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever sponsored that, that was a natural 20. Thank you. <laughs> Good, because that's what you would have needed. About 20 minutes go by as you're crouched down in this prayer. When you receive a response... My disciple... You have done well. You have done my teachings. And you have followed along wisely. Your mission is almost come to a resolve. As I feel you closer to me than ever before. You should trust your allies, for they will help you on your journey. Like the metals in the forge, you have blacksmithed something so complex that you must hold on to it and to not allow those bonds to break. Thank you, Gibble. I... I know what I must do now. I just... I, I needed your guidance and you have given that to me and... Thank you. You don't receive a response. And with that, I'll go into my sentry mode. Okay. As you begin to go into sentry mode, you hear a knock on your door. But back down at the table, Alara, <laughs> you are about to send one last message. Yeah, I've been thinking for a while. Um, I haven't 
We haven't found Resilient, so I just wanted to try calling. I don't know. That's a great idea. Give it a try. Yeah. Just, to, just to see. I don't know. He probably wouldn't respond. He's probably really busy. So whatever, you know. And I'll oh, cast. You like crosses both dead, his fingers. Not dead, Shade. Stop saying that. We don't know that. We didn't find a body. Cast ending. Hi, it's me. I don't know if you can hear this. Or if you can talk. Try and send me a message or make a sound. Or make a. Passes. The entire table awaits, but you don't get a response. Mm, he's probably sleeping right now. <laughs> I'll try again later. Could be a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's don't really late at you. night. Don't let it bother you. I won't. I won't. I you know you just tried to really spend won't. send cast to a dead person, right? We don't know he's dead. We don't. <laughs> wow, what a spoiler. Are you serious? Oh, you know? Yeah, well, well, Darius said that he killed yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but the coffin was empty. Right. That's what we know. He's also a time wizard, so, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. But I guess now we know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. I don't know how much. I, I don't know how any clearer no. I could make it for you people, but that's okay. Resilient equals dead. <clears throat> okay. I think he's one of the dead people that showed up in the jungle. Darius <laughs> uh, said um, he's dead. <laughs> well, either way, I think Alara would still be in denial, so it's fine. Alara, I think you're right. He's sleeping forever, but he's sleeping. Mm. Just right now. Yeah. Okay. And tomorrow and the day after. Maybe we'll you see. should go get some sleep. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bed. Okay. Night, guys. Good night. Good night. Everybody going to bed? See. Yeah, but we don't know where we're sleeping. We we're having that whole discussion about the rooms. <laughs> I have the gold key. I'm holding the gold key. Well, all I know is I'm sleeping in the room that had the gold key, so whoever else is there, that's fine. That was my room. Well, it was my room first. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Where are the other keys? Can I just take a key? There's five keys left. I took one of them. Yeah, we'll say that. Ollie spread the keys out on uh, the table before he left. Can I see the key that Eli's holding? I'm holding it. All right, then I'm going to try to snatch it really fast from you. Pavo! All right, Pavo. We can share. We can share. Oh, my God. You're such a bitch when you drink. (laughs) (laughs) You're taking my room. 
can't share it. Lucy, Lucy, are you coming? What? what? No, you know, it seems a little crowded. I'll just okay. take my own room. Okay, Pablo. <laughs> I'll grab a key and head up. Let's go. Okay. Pavo, as you stand up from the table, suddenly you feel a weight on your back as a drunk Eli hops on to the back of you, expecting a piggyback ride. That tracks. <laughs> I will attempt to try to fly inside the tavern. Jesus Christ. Uh, roll a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage for me. Disadvantage, alright. Yeah, you got one point of exhaustion. Seven plus seven, that's fourteen. Fourteen, okay. As, uh, with one eye closed, you stable your wings out a little bit. As you begin to flap, you take off into the sky as everyone around you in the bar all begin to look up towards you <gasps> gasps center around the entire room as you make it about 10 feet off the ground before falling flat onto your face Can I Eli you like and Pavo hit the ground hard you both take one point of damage for being dumb that's my <laughs> one point of dumb damage <laughs> Oh, he's sleeping. Shh. <laughs> uh, As uh, I guess we should walk. <laughs> okay. Okay. The following morning, you all awake, feeling the refreshed, as you've all gained the benefits of a long rest. Feel that one point right there. <laughs> So we're just regular now? You're just regular what now. To, yep. What happens to the people that were exhausted after you a You are rest? no longer suffering a point of exhaustion. Cool. Ollie, you awake the next morning, coming out of sentry mode, looking around the room. It seems a little scattered and messed up. You remember from the night before, as Bobina entered into your room, trying to convince you of things that wouldn't really cross a cleric's mind. You remember sitting and talking with her for hours. She let out so many emotions that you never thought a dwarven woman could. She even got a little frantic at times, throwing things around the room, giving off an anger, a fire in her belly that only a dwarven woman could. And as you awake the next morning, she no longer seems to be in the room with you. However, you do find a small chime that looks like it belonged to be part of a necklace. Looking at it, you spend a few moments contemplating over it as you realize it has magical properties 
you, my friend, have received the Charm of Alert. A small chime that allows you to cast Alert once per day. Amazing. Got one of them life alerts. And also, I'm going to just so just me being me, I'm going to tidy up the room and make sure it looks perfect before I leave it. Okay. (laughs) As you all begin to make your way downstairs into the tavern proper, you uh, huddle around the same table that you did, ordering food, a little bit of breakfast, some, a few drinks, hair of the dog that bit you. Is there anything you'd like to do before leaving the tavern? No. Okay. No. Good. <laughs> Don't want to talk about last night. the town this morning seems to be rather light there doesn't seem to be a lot of commotion a few stall members or stall owners seem to be setting up shop based on that time in the morning but you do have the day for to yourselves what would you like to do What should so we do, do we want today? To get an early start on this mine. Yeah, that's what I assumed. We would just head straight to the mines. Yeah. I think it's time we go to the mines. Mm, what are we looking for in the mines? I don't know. What if they have cool stuff in the market? One of the but weapons. I guess, I guess the cooler <laughs> stuff would have been in the night market, right? I, don't I mean, know. my head hurts. Yeah, dude, I don't think we need anything. I know Shade really wants an axe, but do you think you could wait a little longer, Shade? <laughs> you have a tattoo now. Tattoo. <laughs> do you still want an axe, even though you have a tattoo of an axe now? Oh my god. You don't get it, do you? Get what? The difference between an axe and a tattoo of an axe. I know the difference, Shade. I can see it in front of me. But I don't know. Maybe you just wanted a tattoo. I'm not assuming what you want. Good. I wanted the axe. Okay, so you still want an axe, even though you have an axe tattoo. doesn't want an axe. He wants the axe. Okay. the axe that the Munitar has, correct? Shade, we're not getting the Munitar axe. I I don't... Come on, we'll get you something else. Anything else. Not anything. Hmm? Like a a what? Sorry, I didn't... A lollipop? Did you say a lollipop? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't mind a lollipop, but I don't think you like a lollipop. You don't seem like that type of person. Oh, you think I'm 12 or what? Let's go. Okay. Okay. Everyone is so weird with their moods these days. I can't keep track of everyone. (laughs) Hey, maybe they'll have ice cream in the day market. Oh, we should go to the day market. Let's go see. Do we really... 
do we really need to go do that? We can stop on the way out, Lucy. It's not a big deal. On the way out, I'll just ask uh, uh, the stalls, excuse me, do you have ice cream? We don't even have to stop unless somebody weighs me down and says yes. Perfect. Please. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can be sassy again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> As you make your way through the market, Alara begins to call out to individual vendors uh, if they have ice creams. Most of them look at her with a weird look on her face, with their faces. Um, and you make it all the way to the end of the day market. Fortunately, no ice cream to be had. Uh, oh, well. It's okay, we'll find it one day, just like the chocolate milk. And if chocolate milk sure exists, will. yeah, yeah. If chocolate milk exists, you just gotta freeze it, and then it becomes ice cream, right? I wouldn't probably. Know. You know, you could probably cast. You have like a freezing spell. You could probably cast mm. a spell next time we see milk and make ice cream. I should learn that. Yeah. Not that I, I know, know how ice cream is made, because I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. know that. <laughs> okay. I personally am gonna stay far away from any milk products for a while. I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to the mines. Let's set out. Let's go. You oh, travel Chris. for... Go I've ahead. been meaning to ask you something. Sorry. What do you want to ask me? I pull out the spear. Is this something you could use? Because I don't really use it that much anymore. And I start handing you this, the Grave Digger spade. The spear? Hmm. Let's have a look. I don't know. I mean, I suppose. It's done wonders for me, but uh, lately I have not been using it, and I don't want it to be just sitting there. So if you could possibly use it, I think it would be best. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, uh, well, maybe I'll hold on to it for a little bit and see if it uh, comes in handy. Okay. That was nice, Pablo. Bye. Doug. Okay, tricks. Uh, we will arrange for you to get the spear of the gravedigger at some point. All right. Or Pavo, if you could go ahead and share that with Trix, that would be great. You make your way to the other end of town, facing the mountains proper. You see the range standing out in front of you, much closer than ever you've ever seen before. You see the majestic mountain range that stands in front of you, towering over top of you. And off in the distance, you do see a stone wall that seems to block off the majority of the base of the mountain itself. In front of you lies a field, relatively clear of any kind of vegetation. All you can really see is a few large boulders that stand throughout the cavern with a number of pillars made of wood standing like sentinels 
with small orbs that float around the top of them. Hmm. Guys, these are the pillars I think I was warned about. Yeah. Question is, how best to attack this? Is there a way around them? From what you can see, the pillars seem to stretch for miles, all evenly spaced out about 50 feet apart from one another. Mm. Ollie. We go over it. We don't know. It says they're shooting out. Ollie said they're shooting out spells. I people we don't know what that range is. In the mines. But what about Ollie? Ollie's a warforged. I wonder if it would let you pass. Well, that's a good point. But would I, it let us all I pass think, with them? I don't know. Well, I don't mind testing this out. I, I have a feeling they might not shoot at me. I think you're right. And I'm just going to walk towards one of the pillars. Okay. You all wait, watch with bated breath as Ollie begins to step out into this field. Immediately, the hmm. orbs begin to stop circling as they stare almost like eyes down at Ollie as he continues to walk forward. But no spells are discharged. So that clears that up. Back to the party and and say, I think if you guys stay close to me, you should be fine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try walking with Ollie. Um, and I'm going to get ready to, if I see something discharging, throw a dagger back towards where the party is and out of range. As you, you all hurry, yeah, or that. <laughs> Which one are we doing? I'm gonna leave my dagger there. Thank you, Shade, for explaining to me how my own weapon works. <laughs> <laughs> As you all begin to huddle around Ollie, watching with intent eyes, you begin to walk forward onto the sanded, rocky fields. As you do, the eyes seem to concentrate directly down on top of all of you. Again, with bated breath, you continue slowly through the fields, but there doesn't seem to be any reaction. As you can continue forward, you make it past the pillars and towards the stone fence with one gate that seems to block the entire range. But beyond that, you can see a large, a massive opening towards the mine. As you approach the gate, you see two warforged, larger than any you've seen before, that seem to be standing in sentry mode just before the front gate. From what you can see, they're only about 70 yards away from you at this point. They don't seem to be activated at this point. What would you like to do? Are we all there? I thought it was just me. No, everyone came. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to grab your dagger back. 
Yeah, I'll will it back. Oh, <laughs> well, we made it this far. I'll approach the gate. As you begin to approach the gate, the other Warforge suddenly spur to life all of a sudden. They immediately draw their weapons. You are not authorized to be here. Turn back now or face the consequences. Okay. I'll take a consequence. <laughs> uh, I think you should let us pass. You are not permitted to pass. This is your last warning. Turn How back now or face the consequences. Yeah, who's ah. permitted? Who decides? Who's in charge of you? Who's your boss? One Final boss. warning. Turn now or face the consequences. These are just robots. How do we turn these guys off? Um, oh, we try. Can, can I yell and be like, can can anybody help us? As you yell this uh, out, you watch as their eyes begin to glow red. I need you all to roll initiative for me, please. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. For next week. Changing my dice, damn it. Yeah. Uh, Alara. Uh, twelve. Pavo. That would be 12. Tricks. 11. Holly. 11. Eli. Wow. Also 12. Oh, oh my god. What? That's all so close together. 10. <laughs> No wow. one can decide what to do. <laughs> yeah. We're all just... Six. Eight? Six. Six, okay. Great initiative rolls, guys. <laughs> As the two Warforge begin to power up, they immediately draw their weapons looking towards Ollie. The first is going to go ahead and take its large broadsword axe, or broadsword sword, and swing down on top of you. Does a... 26 hit. Oh, yeah, oh my hits. god. As the first crashes down on top of you, you feel the the broadsword crunch down on your neck as you feel little bits of your body start to splinter and crack. You take 19 points of damage. Oh. What is happening right now? I think they call it a TPK. (laughs) (laughs) The second is going to advance on Trix as she was also one to speak out. Uh, does a 24 hit you? Yes. You also take 24 points of damage as it cracks down on top of you. Ugh. Eli. 
What would you like to do, my friend? Uh, Pavo, you're on deck. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, I can't see really where I am. Um, can oh, I... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me put the battle map up. Uh, and you guys can move your characters wherever you think you would be. Oh, and you can't see them. No. There you go. Oh. Okay. I got cracked on, so I think I'm like right there. Oh yeah, same. They hit Wait. me, so I guess I'm close. Are we all closer? Uh, I feel, I feel like we were right there having a conversation. A person. Huh? And we were all huddled around Ollie, right? To get yeah, there. So. We were. Uh, yep. Okay. I'm going to stand. I'll put myself in and around here. Um, I will, I'm going to throw a dagger at, um, the Warforged on the left. That is going to be, oh, fuck, a 12 to hit. A 12. As you throw it towards it, it easily just bounces off of the Warforged's armor, barely causing a scratch whatsoever as it flies off into the ether. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Eli? I will use my reaction to will the dagger back. I'm going to use my movement to uh, take some cover behind shade. And I'm going to use my bonus action to yell to Ollie, where should I hit them? Where are you weak? Nowhere. <laughs> Ollie, would you like to respond? Oh yeah. yeah um, I I don't really have a weakness that like take off their head, I guess. <laughs> Noted. All right, with that said, Pavo, you are up. Uh, and I believe, Alara, you are on deck. Well, considering he said take off their head, I will <laughs> attempt to fly and land on top of them, on top of one of their shoulders and start attacking its neck. Okay. As Pavo spreads his wings, flying up into the air, crashing down on top, landing directly around the neck of one of the Warforged. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. Eighteen for first hit. You begin to crack down on top of these Warforged Titans. Oh, hang on, hit the wrong thing. You begin to slam down on top of the Warforged Titans. It doesn't seem to create any kind of dent. Take my other attack, do it again. That would be a 21. 21. You continue to pummel down on this Warforged, this time being able to find a crack in the center and causing some damage to the inner workings of the Warforged. Go ahead and roll damage for me. So six points. Okay. And then I want to use a key point 
to do fury of blows and just keep trying to hit that neck or try to dislodge it head. Okay, go ahead and make another attack roll for me. Uh, that's a 17. 17 as you continue it starts to swing its body around you lose the stability that you had before and crack it on one of the less vulnerable parts of its backside doesn't seem to connect with the inners is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn and my last my last hit which is a 21 21 the uh Warforge stops twisting around. You find your composure once again, stabbing into the same spot. Go ahead and roll damage for me. That'll be 10. All right. As you do this, a bit of a plate on the back of its neck seems to crinkle and pop off a little bit, exposing its inner workings. With that said, Alara, you are up. Trix, you're on deck. Alara, as you begin to uh, take surveillance of the entire area, suddenly a loud uh, buzzing and ringing noise is heard throughout the entire front of the mine as if an alert or a warning signal has been sent off throughout the entire encampment. Uh, okay, everyone can hear that. It's not just me. It, it is loud throughout. It, it can be heard for probably about a mile away. Okay. That's concerning. Um, maybe we should leave. I don't know. Um, and I will cast um, Hands of Time and summon my um, gears into my hands. And I will uh, shoot both gears at the, I guess, the neck or the dent that Pavel made in, in uh, the Warforge neck area. Oh, okay. I'll just pick the same <laughs> Warforge then, the front of the neck then. What? Sorry, I'll come guys. from the other side, Pavo. <laughs> Meet in the middle. <laughs> so dark. Falcon. Falcon. We're good. Uh, yeah, that was oh, my you're good? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so oh. as, uh, as you hold out your two hands, the two. Uh, uh, Arcane energies seem to twist around, forming the blade-sharp gears in your hands as you begin to thrust them towards the Warforge that Pavel was settled upon. Go ahead and, and uh, make two attacks for me, please. The first one is a dirty 20. Uh, the second one is a uh, 24. 24. Okay. So, yeah. uh, first and foremost, hello, Raiders. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're just doing a little bit Bye. of battles with some Warforged right now, some Warforged Titans. We'll see if we TPK the party. Tonight might be your night of seeing this. Uh, so, <laughs> if you're enjoying, follow along. Campaign 2 might be happening very quickly. Um, <laughs> as, the, as the two gears begin to spin off of your hands directed towards the warforge they catch them directly in the chest plate they begin to spin creating sparks off of its chest go ahead and roll damage for both for me as they pierce through okay uh 15 for the first one. Oh, that was a good roll 12 and the second 22 points for the second 
22 points for the second. Very good. The Warforge seems to stumble back a little bit from the damage that it's been inflicted upon it. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? No, that ends my turn. All right, fantastic. Uh, Trix, you are up, and uh, Ollie, you're on deck. Um, all right. I'm going to cast uh, Minor Illusion right next to me um, of myself, a five-foot-tall version of myself. Okay. Between a finger. And as I'm doing it, I'm going to run around to the back of the Warforge. Okay, first off, make a deception check for me. Okay. <laughs> Giving the finger. I love the Fuck finger. you, man. <laughs> uh, 21. 21, as your illusionary self flips the bird towards these Warforge, it seems to draw their attention as opposed, uh, in, on top of the combatants that stand in front of them right now, you're easily able to slip behind one of them. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to call Gus. Gus! Gus, 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 come here, come here, come here. Listen, I found your guy. Look how big and strong he is right in front of me. This is perfect. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> mm, interesting. Make a persuasion check for me. Inspiration. 26. I don't need it. <laughs> don't think. You get a response back from Gus. Well done, my acolyte. I think that this will do. Perfect. Oh, However, no. you must take them down first. Oh, God. You want them taken down? Okay. All right. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, does this mean we can't damage them, though? Are you able to fix that type of thing? I'll take care of the rest, my dear. All right. Well, that's all, then. Okay. <laughs> Ollie, you're up. What would you like to do? All right. I'm going to cast a uh, level four... Spirit Guardians causing a 15-foot radius with a wisdom save of 15. If they fail, they get 48 damage of radiant damage. If they, Or if they fail, they get half that. If they succeed, they... Oh, no, if they succeed, they get half that. If they fail, they get all of that. Yep, okay. As uh, as you do this, the uh, you see ethereal gears start to uh, circle around you like that of tiny spirits that seem to blockade and become a protector of you. All right. As a bonus action, I'd like to just say, you guys, you need to stop this. Like, it doesn't have to end like this. Please, you're making a mistake. Okay. Make a persuasion check for me. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. As uh, they look towards you with tilted head, wondering exactly what you're referring to, almost recognizing you as another warforged. However, they 
reposition themselves once again with weapons in hand. Lucy, you're up. What would you like to do? All right. Lucy is going to use his movement to go right here and shout at Trix. What the hell are you doing? Get your head in the game. He casts haste on Trix. <laughs> uh, so your movement speed is doubled. Uh, you have advantage on deck saves and you can use an extra action to do a multitude of things, but mostly attack, disengage, dash, stuff like that. Okay. Okay. And that'll end my turn. Okay. And lastly, bringing up the rear shade, what would you like to do, my friend? Um, I'll move to the first one, and I will hack, I guess. Maybe go for the knees. It's so huge. Make it okay. fall. Taking out your two blades, you spin them around in a flavorish passion as a smirk crosses across your face, not having faced combat in quite some time. You slice down towards the Warforge. Go ahead and roll an attack for me. Uh, first of all, I will use my bonus action to cast Hex on it. Close okay. Don't use burn. That's uh, 22 to hit for okay. the first attack. As, uh, as you cast the hex, uh, you watch as a, a little bit of the silvery smoke that you're used to from your shades begin to, or your echoes begin to float out of your hand, now encompassing, wrapping around the Warforge like that of a lasso before it disappears entirely in front of in, inside of it raising your swords with the uh, with vigor you slice down on top of it you seem to be able to carve directly through parts of the metal go ahead and roll damage for me that's 14 points of damage okay and i will attack a second time okay and that's in that 20. 28. That's 15 points of damage. 15 points of damage. Is that doubled already? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. as uh, as you smirk once more, realizing exactly how much damage you can inflict on these stupid scraps of metal. With both hands, you tie your hands tightly around your sword, letting one of them fall as you carve directly through it. You watch as bits of metal begin to spurt out directly from the scent of it. You see these bits of almost leather and flora-like cabling seem to jettison out of the wound that you've just caused little bits of oil and greenish liquid seem to spurt out of it as it timbers over a little bit from the damage that you've caused inflicted upon it is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn no that's it as the Warforge seems to stabilize, stabilize itself once more. It stands up upright. The other standing upright as well, raising their swords towards the sky. They're about to come slicing down. 
before you all hear a voice off in the distance. You can't make it out at first, but as you focus, the Warforges seem to stop. As the voice becomes closer and closer and closer to you, you begin to hear it screaming, wait, stop, wait. Suddenly, the doors burst open from the other side, and there looks to be a man, very well-groomed, proper robes and attire, as he begins to plead, I'm so very sorry! I cannot believe this! Please, I beg you, forgiveness! As he kneels in front of Ollie, Turn to the party and I say, guys, Odd. something I need to tell you. But that, my friends, <laughs> no, 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 is a story. What? For this Thursday night, <laughs> we will be oh my finally God. revealing what? Ollie's secret. What? <laughs> You'll have to go over Someone to the origins. <laughs> You'll have to head on over to the Origins Gaming Channel where they will be starting their convention this Thursday night. So make sure to head over there to find out exactly what Oliver Sprocket's secret is. You dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> with that said wow. I would like to thank everyone immensely for joining us tonight I know we went a little bit over tonight but I think it was well deserved and uh, oh boy am I excited for Thursday now <laughs> is it Thursday yet am I allowed to say that anymore hold on can we check the no. am I allowed to, I'm not allowed to say no. that anymore no, okay. no, so. no fine no, that's God. fine <laughs> Is it almost Thursday? Is it almost Thursday? <laughs> it's like the off brand. Amazing, amazing. We usually we're the, stream on Thursdays, though. The no name, we're the no-name version. Uh, oh, but for, for all of those of you who have stuck around to the end, thank you so much for sticking around. Very much appreciated. If you're not already following, consider giving us a follow. We do this every Tuesday night, uh, as well as our art streams on Wednesday and our world-building streams on Sunday. Um, we will be specifically finishing this storyline on uh, Thursday night this week on Origins. Uh, you can check us all out there. It should be an amazing session that we're going to go ahead and, and do over there. That's going to be happening at at 7.30 uh, p.m. Standard Eastern Time. Uh, aside from that, I don't think I have anything else to say, except I am extremely excited for what happens next, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy is right. <laughs> oh, my gird. It's not a week that we have to wait. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. You don't have to wait two a week days. this time. Yeah. Only two, two days. days. Only two days. I'm glad it's not a week. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Oh my god. So, with that said, players, is there anything else you would like to say to the chat before we sign off for the evening? 
We love you. I love you more than the rest of the castos. No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. He can't say. He doesn't have to say nice things anymore. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> come say hey in Discord. Yeah, come hang out in Discord. Yeah, you can do that as well. If you're not already there. But with that said, to all the adventurers out there, whether you're drinking in a tavern causing riots and commotion, whether you're fighting men of metal far greater than you could ever imagine, I beg of you one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. Guys, we will see you all on Thursday night. And that's a fact. Until then, take care. Bye. Bye. I love you the most.